Our scripture for this morning is from Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let your nets down for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the cache of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret doing what Jesus does, sharing the word of God, drawing a crowd, probably performing a miracle here or there. We're not exactly told how long he had been there. We're only told that there were some fishermen that had brought in their boats that had been fishing all night. So the timing must have been early morning to mid-morning when Jesus was there as the crowd continued to grow. If you know about Jesus, whenever he went out to preach or teach anywhere, it always began with a small group of people and word would quickly spread to the surrounding areas. People would begin to come and this is exactly what is described in the Gospel of Luke. We see that the crowd begins to grow and, and, and draw near to Jesus because everybody wants to hear what he has to say. And as they're doing so, they're, they're kind of crowding his personal space. They're, they're getting closer and closer and pushing him closer to the water's edge. The fishermen were there. They were washing their nets. They had left their boats and were probably listening in, not because they wanted to, but just because they were there. And at that point... Jesus got into one of the boats. It just happened to be Simon's boat. And he asked Simon to please put the boat out a little way from shore. Not far, just far enough so that there could be some water between him and the crowd so that he could have some space. It seems Simon was okay with this because he did it. He put the boat out a little ways and Jesus sat on the boat and continued to speak to the people on the shore. From this platform, he was able to continue to teach the word. You know, oftentimes Jesus comes to us when we're busy doing other things. In this case, Simon and the fishermen were busy cleaning their nets. It was a daily ritual for them. They had to prepare the nets next for the next outing, for the next time they would go out fishing. They needed to clean them. They needed to repair them. They needed to make sure that if there was any rips, that, that those were mended. 
And they needed to make sure that they laid out their nets so that they would dry, otherwise they would rot. All of this was important. This was not just downtime. This was part of their job. This was part of what they did every single day. So when Jesus asked Simon to put the boat out a little ways, you have to wonder if he didn't think to himself, well, this is a little inconvenient. Can he see that we are busy cleaning our nets and putting up the boats? Can he see that we have something that we're doing right now? It's easy to see how Simon must have thought, man, this is not the best time to borrow my boat. But the scripture tells us that apparently Simon agreed to it. He said, okay, sure. And he pushed off the boat. He let Jesus sit in it. And he let Jesus use his boat as a platform in order to share the word of God. You know, sometimes Jesus asks to get in our boat and go out just a little ways And we say, okay, sure, that's not too big an ask. It's not what I had in mind right now, but it's just a little ways. It's not that much that he's asking for. The move allowed Jesus to continue to preach and teach from a safe distance. Sometimes we are invited to put out a little ways from our routine or our daily hustle so that Jesus can use our boat as a platform to reach others. We agree because it is just a little ways. And Jesus continues to teach and to preach through us. The wonderful thing about this, though, is that as Jesus speaks to others, we are also listening. Well, Jesus sat in that boat and talked to the crowd and taught the crowd about the word of God. The fishermen on the side of the lake were a captive audience. They had a job to do. They couldn't just up and leave. They had to continue to do their work. So Jesus had a captive audience in all of those fishermen. Jesus was in Simon's boat, so Simon wasn't going anywhere. I mean, you don't leave somebody with your boat. So when Jesus gets in our boat, it's not just to teach others, but to also get our attention and teach us as well. Simon and the fishermen listened as Jesus wrapped up his teaching We don't even know what he taught that day or exactly what he said. What we do know was that the message was so powerful that people continued to arrive, that he continued to draw a big crowd to that shore, and that he kept holding everyone's attention and interest with what he was sharing. Whatever Jesus taught was clearly touching the hearts of his listeners. After Jesus finished speaking, he turned to Simon and said to him, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Now this was a much bigger ask. It was bigger than can I borrow your boat and can you push off the shore just a little bit. This was a request that would require the fishermen to start the process all over again of cleaning their nets and preparing them for the next day. But the fishermen and Simon had been listening. The words that Jesus had shared had yielded in them a confidence in Jesus. So Simon responded to Jesus by saying, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. Now Simon recognized that Jesus was a teacher 
He had been listening to him long enough to know that he was a teacher of the law, teacher from God, that he was at a minimum a prophet. And so he had been captivated by his message enough to know that this was somebody worthy of listening to. He had been paying attention the whole time, and whatever Jesus had said had clearly reached Simon. Yet Simon was a realist, and as such, he felt it necessary to state the reality of the situation for Jesus. He said, we have worked all night, and we have nothing to show for it. Ever feel like that? You have worked and worked and feel like you have nothing to show for it? And you feel the need to tell Jesus that, hey, you know, I've tried doing this. I've been working at it really hard, and I feel like I've got nothing to show for it. Yet even after sharing this reality with Jesus, Simon expresses a confidence that if Jesus says he needs to do this, he will do it. If you say so, we will let down the nets. Oh, that we will be so ready to do whatever Jesus calls us to do, even when it seems inconvenient, even when it pushes us out of our comfort zone, even when it stretches us beyond what we think we can do. The fishermen loaded up the nets again. They headed out to deeper water and they let down their nets as Jesus instructed them. And when they had done so, the scripture says that they caught so many fish, so many that the nets began to break. They had to signal the other boat, tell their partners to come and help them, to come help them load up this, this huge catch of fish. Obedience had led to blessing. When they obeyed Jesus, God's blessings poured out as a sign to them of who Jesus was and what he was about to call them to. The fishermen filled both boats with fish, to the point that the scripture says that they began to sink. And that only happens when the boats get so full that the weight of the fish is so great that they begin to dip down. Now that's a lot of fish, folks. That's a lot of blessing. Simon immediately fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Simon knew something at that point that he didn't know before. The one who had commandeered his boat, the one who had challenged him to go deeper, the one who had invited him to cast his net again, the one who had brought them the biggest haul of fish they had probably ever seen, was just getting started with the asks. These asks had become commands, and these commands were about to become a calling. Simon felt unworthy of going any further. He knew he was living in sin and needed to repent. He knew that he wasn't living the righteous life that he was called to. How could Jesus want him? How could he want him to go with him? How could he want him to do anything? But Jesus did want him, just as Jesus wants all of us who are sinners to be redeemed by him. Just as Jesus calls each and every one of us to follow him. It is intimidating when Jesus tells us he wants us because we know that he will not only climb in our boat, 
but he will rock our world. Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. From now on, you will be moving on to deeper waters. There's a deeper calling for you, Simon. From now on, you will be trusting me for the catch. From now on, you will not be fishing alone or in the same way that you have done before. From now on, you will be doing things my way. Simon, I am about to rock your boat. I am about to rock your world, and things will never be the same. But don't be afraid. It is all for good, and things are going to be all right. Now, they won't always be easy, but things are going to work out. Because now you're going to be doing something new. We don't need to be afraid of God's calling in our lives. Because whenever God calls us through Jesus Christ, he always calls us to those deeper waters, but he always goes with us. He always calls us to places where he already is present. He always calls us to do things that we can do through his power. Jesus always invites us to cast our nets but not to do it in our own strength or in our own understanding, but to actually do it through his direction. Jesus simply asks us to be obedient, and he promises that that obedience will lead to blessing, that if we follow him and obey his commandments, we will see the glory of God. Jesus wants not just to commandeer your boat. He wants to get you out of your boat and onto even greater things. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed Jesus. When you see what Jesus can do, when you see the power of God manifested in him, when you see how it works in your life, when you experience all the mercies that God has for you in Jesus Christ, you want to follow Jesus wherever he leads you. You want to go where he is. You want to hear what he says. You want to be about whatever he's about. The fishermen left everything behind. They didn't take anything with them. They left everything behind. The familiar lifestyle of fishing, the regular rhythm of being at sea every day, the family business, the hometown setting. They left everything and followed Jesus. Think about that. What will it take for us to leave it all behind and follow Jesus? What is in our boat that keeps us from coming ashore with him and going to new places? What miracle, what deed of power, what manifestation of God in our lives will it take for us to yield to God's will fully and unconditionally? What is it going to take for us to follow him? Notice the fishermen didn't get to stop and go, well, let's negotiate this deal. Can you promise three square meals a day? Do we have lodging and proper accommodations set up for this journey? And by the way, can you tell us the destination and how we're going to get there? No. They listened to Jesus. They saw what he did with the catcher fish, and they trusted him enough to leave everything behind, they were willing to follow him wherever he went. When we learn to trust God in the little things, 
we grow to trust God in the bigger things. We see his faithfulness, his power. We see his grace and mercy, and we realize that the one who has brought us this far will not leave us or forsake us. For fishermen who had fished all night through their own power and effort with no results, the greatest sign that Jesus could provide was a miraculous catch of fish. This was what they needed to see in order to trust in Jesus. And Jesus knew that, and he delivered that to them. Today, Jesus knows what you need to see and hear to follow him. He's wanting to say it. He's wanting to do it. He's wanting to show you what you need to see. He's wanting to call you even when you feel unworthy to follow him. And when you're feeling like you're not prepared for what he has for you to do. Will you get to shore and leave everything to follow him? Will you trust that he has bigger and better things planned for you? The fishermen had to trust Jesus with everything. They had grown in their trust in Jesus in such a short time. And so can we. Every day, Jesus invites us to deeper and further places than we thought we could ever go before. And every day, we have to make a choice. Do we trust him? And do we follow him where he's leading? I pray that you are continuing to trust in Jesus. I pray you are following him and that you never turn back. I pray that when he tells you to cast the net, you simply ask, which direction do you want me to do that, Lord? I pray that when he says, stop what you're doing and pick this up, we're willing to obey him and pick this up. There are so many times that Jesus comes and he takes over the boat. But he does more than that. He rocks our world. And he wants to do new and incredible things in our lives. I pray that as you hear the call this morning, you will answer that call, leave everything behind, and follow him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you for calling people like Simon and like us to be your followers. I thank you, Lord, because even though we might feel unworthy and unprepared, you call us to deeper and greater things in you. And you promise us, Lord, that if we are obedient, we will see your work in our lives. We ask, O oh Lord, that you will continue to lead us, to follow you, that you will help us to grow in our trust of you, and that every day we will continue to ask the question, Lord, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? Who do you want me to reach? Because God is always wanting to use us as his platform. Help us, O oh Lord, to serve as the place from which you reach those who are hurting and lost, those who need Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.